0: Check, test it, mic check, mic check, One two, one two. it's your nigga AJ, we back with another episode of the Bread Room Podcast, my nigga, new week, new content as always man, appreciate everybody who been tuning in out this bitch, and shit, everybody who tune in week to week, all the new listeners, I appreciate y'all, like, share, subscribe man, first and foremost, shout out to my nigga Jahari, the producer for the podcast. Nigga always holding it down, bro, the second half of the podcast, this podcast won't be shit without my nigga Jahari, bro, Uh, and shout out to my partners who've been holding it down in the podcast game, man, my boy Tyler over there at Stash House, and my boy Jake at Howl Infinity, bro, they've been holding it down week to week, keeping all the content and shit that you don't got from me, bro, so shit, look, man, as y'all can tell, bro, I'm excited about this bitch, we've been having a good week, man, everything been going good, but let me continue with the goddamn follow me's and what ups and shit. Uh my Twitter, y'all fuck with that, man. At Apple Jackson 94 with two K's. We recently got some fleets and shit, man. Twitter got stories now, bro. So that shit wild off the rip, cause I've been on some real deal hood country ass nigga type shit twenty-four-seven anyway. So ain't no telling what the fuck you gonna see on my story, bro. So that's the thing. And check out my boy. Follow the producer on his uh, on goddamn Twitter. As a matter of fact, y'all follow him at Joe Roy Harris. That's at J O R O I Harris. My nigga, y'all follow him. Check out his content, uh, y'all, yeah, bro. Like I said, I it, it, I just had a, it's a good week for me, y'all. Like I I, I didn't dealt with so much bullshit in the past two weeks. And this is the first week I've been like, hey, nigga, shit, I feel great. I feel like the old me. So, shit, man, like, I uh actually fucking, I've been working a lot and shit, man. Last week, I had worked all through the week, but I had an off day on Friday for the first time in a while, y'all. Look, I was off on Friday. I ain't tell nobody. I ain't tell nobody at fucking all. Matter of fact, I left like I was going for work, nigga. And goddamn, had a relaxation day, bro. Went to go look for my car. Went to go look for my new car and shit. Then goddamn, went to my sister' crib. She moving out, so wasn't nobody at that motherfucker, bro. We was, I was just in that bitch chilling, burning, having the relaxation like day I needed, my nigga. I was in that bitch smoking gas, goddamn, checking out tiny desk concerts, catching up on everything I needed to catch up on. Write notes for the podcast, by the way, I ain't even finished the motherfucking notes, y'all, this podcast is straight off the motherfucking dome, so, y'all, this podcast is straight from the head, man, like, so we about to go in about that bitch, like, I got, like, a few, like, titles, nigga, and that's it, so, that that's how that's finna go for this podcast, and truth be told, I'm feeling good, so, this might be my, one of my favorite podcasts, bro, and, I'm trying to save my excitement because we got all kind of shit going on, uh, all kind of albums and shit that dropped. So many albums dropped, and I, I couldn't even get to them all this week, y'all. Like, I completely modified this episode, and I had to exclude shit in my head to be like, nah, nigga, we're going to do that another time because some fire shit happened this week. This week was the week, goddamn Everything was lit. My whole mood was on 10, and I guess it caught the vibes of all the shit going on. Out in the universe nigga in the world Like 2020 is fucked up But for the most part bro, black people We make a good thing out of anything Historically nigga All through slavery before that All that shit so we good We make a good thing out of anything man So that's that's the energy I'm on so far But anyway Back to the real shit had an off day Was at my sister crib chilling all day bro. I smoked so much gas Like shit Ate good nigga took a nap, wake up, a full good relaxation day, bro, and like, I, like, I don't know, bro. like, it was just lit for me, for real, for real, uh, shit, man, shit just good, I was chilling all week, that was a good relaxation day, shit, it was good gas, I was productive, nigga, and I was listening to good music all goddamn day, by the way, I actually did something that I was not trying to do for a long time, bro. I actually watched, finally, goddamn, Matt Miller Tiny Desk Concert, dog. Look, I know what y'all saying. Like, yeah, you dropped two years ago. Look, y'all. Matt Miller's art. Mac Miller is in my top five favorite artists of all time for me. I mean, fuck what you say, how you feel. I what? Yeah, nigga, it's up there for me. And... And y'all be like, oh, he's supposed to be your favorite artist, but you seen his tiny disc concert. Look, man, I just couldn't watch it, bro. It was too emotional, dog. Like I told y'all, I told y'all all a while ago on the podcast. I found out Matt Miller died when I was in the strip club, bro. I didn't want to accept that shit. I was looking at ass, like straight up. I was looking at ass, bro. You want me to? You want me to accept while I'm in a club in Atlanta that no longer exists, nigga? That was the motherfucking spot endorsed by all the rappers and everybody who. Then been through Atlanta who knows some shit. You mean to tell me during that atmosphere you want me to accept that one of my top favorite five artists is dead? No, nigga, I was not accepting that shit. And, yeah, it took two years for me to finally accept it. But, anyway, like, I finally watched a Tiny Desk concert, man. And when you first watch it, bro, you real deal, like, the first... As soon as it starts, man, you just accept that, like, that shit done. Like, that nigga, like, my nigga Mac is gone, bruh. And automatically, that just boost the whole atmosphere up. Like, the whole tiny desk concert get boosted by, like, 50%, bruh. Because, like, a whole nother caliber, it just go up one. So, like, because the nigga, bruh, my boy Mac could actually perform, bruh. He started off with Small World, and that's a two-part song, and they blended in beautifully, nigga. Like... That whole song is amazing, and this for all my Mac Miller fan people, so look, look if you ain't a fan of Mac Miller, shame on you, um, but if you are, you understand where I'm coming from right now, bro. But Anyway, then my boy Thundercat pulled up this smooth ass nigga, man, and they performed What's the Use, and like, man... <laughs> You just felt it more, bro, and two dope-ass people get in the room together who really love to perform some music, man, shit going in every motherfucking time, dog. and then after that, uh, what that nigga played after that, man, uh, oh, he played 2009, he played 2009 after that, and then you just, when he played that song, bro, you start reminiscing and shit, you like, nigga, what was I doing in 2009, bro? You start reminiscing, and then you recollect on shit how, where you are now. And you be like, man, shit, that was for real, for real over 10 years ago, bro. You either see your growth or your downfall. Where you at in life and shit when you heard that song. So that was wild, man. And it, the performance, man, I can't even get to the performance. Like, it was it was just amazing all the way around the board. It's something when you get actual musicians in a room linking up, doing good music together, bro, live. Like, it's something about it, dog. It's just, it's it's a beautiful thing, y'all. Like, that's just music. That's how music is. That's how music has always been. And that's how it's always going to be, bro. At the end of the day, no matter what you listen to, it's all beautiful, bro. Especially if you love it enough, dog. So, uh, even performing, bro, that nigga Mac didn't skip a beat, didn't miss a word, didn't goddamn stumble, flop, or nothing during this whole performance, bro. He was deaf. Like the whole performance was amazing. I'm I mean, I'm still disappointed to this day that I never got to see my nigga Mac perform live, bro. To this day, I'm still disappointed, dog. But it is what it is. My boy Mac, rest in peace forever. You forever in my top five. You real deal shaped the way that I am somewhat, bro. Like your music, you wiz that whole era. Gucci, all them boys right there, and they got them 2007 to 2011 window my nigga like real deal right before goddamn kendrick got on heavy y'all real deal shaped me and that was the perfect time for some good growth music uh but yeah rest in peace my nigga matt also throughout the weekend y'all my nigga Buster rhymes dropped that goddamn album finally i told y'all the other week Buster rhymes got shit in the vault he been around for decades just real deal be in the game like Buster Rhymes be slept on for real for real and this album like it was lit i would not have any other person do a throwback album than this nigga Buster Rhymes bro simply because that nigga was there in the 90s bro he was there in the 90s he was there in the 2000s putting out shit that was hitting the damn charts my nigga passed the Kovaasi all that shit and he was hot while doing it so I'd rather have somebody who done seen all these eras and been a hit in all these decades do a throwback album because that nigga real deal can relate the most. Like, straight up, 100%. He was at the top, he was jumping off in the 90s. He was jumping off in the early 2000s. Mid-2000s, he was still there. And goddamn, he he phased out, kind of, sort of, but at the same time, bro, Busta always been there. Like, this album was straight up, a modern album thrown back with a remix by a nigga who was around in the 90s. That's exactly what this album is. And that nigga got Ross on that bitch, bruh. And let me take the time out my motherfucking day to shout out to this nigga Ross. These artists done found the recipe, y'all. These niggas done found found the recipe. Specifically, all kind of goddamn, just everybody ain't no specific. Niggas in the rap game have found the recipe. All you gotta do to get a hundred percent hidden ass song, nigga, is to get that nigga Ross on that bitch and let him pick the beat. That's the secret recipe, man. You think I'm bullshitting? Y'all think I am bullshitting I am not. Goddamn motherfucking uh currency, goddamn whiz, bust rhymes, uh shit, bro. Look, y'all. I can go all day about this nigga Ross. I know I did episodes about this man, but I'm going to just leave it right there. That's the recipe, and niggas have started exposing it. And I appreciate him for that, bro, because a Ross verse is always fucking amazing. That shit just be regal, bro. You be like, nigga, goddamn. Ross, nigga, why you living like this, nigga? You living like I want to be living, cuz. But, yeah, man, shout out to him. Uh, and bro, my nigga 2 Chainz dropped the album. That goddamn man, look. Two chains dropped the album, hey <laughs> dog. And that bitch hard. That bitch so hard. I been so mad, bro. I been so mad, cause uh, I listened to my partner Tyler Twitter the other day. As soon as he dropped that bitch, bro, I was headed to work, and that nigga was straight up like, shit, bro. I'm mad as fuck, cause I can't go out to the club. And y'all think I'm bullshitting? I was supposed to record my episode like. Tuesday, Wednesday, the same day my partners dropped And like, as soon as I heard the album I heard the album the night it dropped I was mad than a motherfucker, bro I was listening to this shit And I was like, man, it's some bullshit I can't go to the club, nigga Goddamn, you can't play this shit in the club It's a whole vibe out club God damn, you wanna be cruising the streets With a bottle and your boys doing some shit On the move type album, my nigga And 2 chains real deal, can't hard with that bit, bro That Tony, Tony, Tony go hard he got my nigga Big Rube on that bit. He got Sosa on that bit. He got Sosa on that bit, y'all. Bitches love Sosa. He got my nigga Sosa on that bit. So, uh, shout out to TK. Shout out to 2 Chains, bro. And uh, he got that whole goddamn, you know, the song he just dropped. That goddamn, uh, that song he had dropped with Wayne. That bit was straight. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the HBCUs. I told y'all about that the other week. But 2 Chains, look, man. I appreciate you for everything you did for the rap game. Cause, but I would have time. I don't give a damn. I would have made people wait until life was open back up for real, for real. Cause this pandemic been fucking shit up Two chains You should have held this one till niggas can go to the club. Cause I brought y'all don't get it but I'd be mad. at a motherfucker. Every time I play the album, I'd be in the car lit. I'd be in my room lit. And i will be like, damn, bro, this shoulda hit at the goddamn club. But, it is what it is. That album, that bitch straight to. Uh, and a good little throwback. My boys, the Goody Mob, man. Like, they put out an album, which surprised the fuck out of me. Because Goody Mob put out an album in 2020, y'all. Like, that, that's a sentence right there. Like, y'all can quote that shit. Goody Mob put out an album in 2020. Like, shit wild, bro. Shit is wild. Goody Mob, the legendary Goody Mob, nigga. Motherfucking Dungeon Family motherfucking bro look man look and in the album like the album straight it's a good look. so first off y'all know i want not finna let this podcast go without going ahead and speaking my mind on the motherfucking jeezy and gucci versus season two of the versus motherfucking battles started off with gucci and motherfucking Jeezy, my nigga Guo and Jeezy, bro. Look, first off, shout out to Timbaland and Flo Rida doing all what the fuck they doing to keep these versus shit going. Ever, ever, y'all done heard me say it before, bro. The one versus I want to see heavy is a Jeezy versus Gucci, but I said it'll never happen, and I stand corrected because it's a possibility now. Like it's just a po- actual possibility. Never thought of them never thought of my lifetime I see this shit, bro. But do you hear that? Nigga, that was me a few weeks ago. And I'd have never believed ever, ever, that we would have got jeezy and Gucci on the same stage together, nigga. At a versus versing each other, man, like this shit is unheard of history. Un- 15, 20 years of full-blown killer nigga in the streets, blood beef nigga, real beef, back when beef was beef for real in the rap game, like, I, I don't know, bro. like, the whole, it was supposed to originally be T.I. versus Jeezy, which I gave my thoughts on, and you know, real deal, could nobody else do it with Jeezy except T.I. or motherfucking Gucci, like, straight up, that's how, I, that's why I was at it. And so, when they announced this shit, I was like, oh, damn. Is they going to fight on stage or is they going to reconcile the beef or something? The beef. So, I <laughs> ain't you know what they expect, bro, going into this bit. but you already know. I was like, my niggas ain't told them, bro. I'm rocking with my nigga Goo and originally, man, my boy my boy Tyler, he gave the whole synopsis of how he feel, what he want to hear, all that shit on his podcast, bro. He was 100% correct. If he was a Gucci fan and you ain't heard my nigga podcast, you need to go and listen to the last episode, nigga, because that nigga spoke of the truth, the 100% truth, dog. Like, originally, man, in my head, I was like, man, like, for real, ain't nobody beating the damn trap duo over between Gucci and Zay, bro. Ooh, ooh who, like, normal shit, man, Gucci got that whole vibe, Gucci was an era, you remember where you was at during doing certain shit, because of Gucci, nigga, like, normal shit that they play at the normal parties, it's right, you know, all his normal shit, I'm a dog, go ahead, freaky girls, lemonade, shit like that, but we, like, me, real Gucci fans, who came up here and some Gucci, Gucci, like, when he was first coming up, Goddamn, even the, the new Gucci still hitting hard, but, like, that old Gucci, dog, it wasn't like it, bro. You feel, even if you was the nerdiest nigga in the world, you felt like you was that nigga Gucci, bro, goddamn, as soon as that nigga said some shit, you felt like you was in the kitchen, nigga. Six stoves and everybody cooking, nigga. You a nerd, nigga. You felt that shit. Like, <laughs> straight up, bro, like, a hundred percent, but... I wanted that old-ass Gucci, bro. Ice cream, snow cone, tattoo Gucci, gold mouth, all slug, nigga. Bitch, I might be throwing holes out the moving whip on the interstate. Goddamn street Gucci, nigga. When he was in his prime, nigga. When I, I was back in high school, bro, in my high school days, going to the Prince Hall, the parties and shit. I'm a, like, that 100% street grimy-ass Gucci, 100% playing every time you go into a party or go into the hallways, nigga. You hear some Gucci, all that shit going hard. Like, I mean, 2007 the 2010 Gucci is a dangerous Gucci, bro. It will get you in trouble. I promise you, it'll get you in trouble, man. Either you're gonna fight a nigga, you're gonna get caught for selling dope, or you're gonna hear the bitch. One of the motherfucking three. That's where I was at with Gucci Dog and all that nigga shit within. He just made you wanna get some money. Or do one of the other three options. Like, either way, nigga, you was finna be fucked up for real. Or you was either gonna be fucked up for real. It was a gamble listening to Gucci. That's where I'm at. Like, this was back in the day when everybody had a ringtone plug, nigga. Like, you know, the ringtone plug, the nigga who got them got the up, most up-to-date phone. So he downloaded all the good-ass ringtones and shit and sent them to you. Yo, shout out to my nigga Coop, cause he was the motherfucking ringtone, nigga. Back at them parties and shit, <laughs> shout out to my nigga Coop. But for real, man, back in the parties in the day, bruh, they ain't even play no mainstream guap. Because it for real, one no mainstream guap. They played straight up 100% mixtape gutter shit. Like 100% goddamn Gucci killing the motherfucker or slaying some dope songs in Phoenix City, bruh. That's why I went, when I went to Detroit, that's why I fuck with DJ Smooth K so heavy. Because that nigga played all the street shit we was on down here in Fiend City. Like, straight up Colt trap classics. Guaranteed they had a party swinging all night, nigga. And at the end of the night, you either going to get you a female. Or, and you, shit, you might see a fighter too. Might see a couple of shooters, nigga. Me and my cousin Watts, we was going to family day at the park back in the day. Uh, shit, we stopped on Road at the little trap BP. It used to be a gas station. We get a CD, nigga. It was either some Gucci or got down some Gucci and OJ, or just the OJ, and OJ the Jew, man, bro, and we arrived at that CD, put that bitch in the Nissan, nigga. It was a 94 Nissan. We cruising that bitch all for for years, nigga. For years, that was the whip. My cousin Watts had that bitch. That was the first whip we had to move with the crew. But shit, that's the Gucci era vibe. I wanted 100% all night, man. Like When I knew he was going to play some other shit, and I don't know why people was just at, at at the assumption that like Jeezy was gonna just you know concede and lose the fight. I, I mean the battle. I'm like man, the nigga he Jeezy, bro. Like shit, the nigga one of the top three. So in my head, I was like, nah, bro, y'all not finna count Jeezy out, bro. That nigga made Thug Motivation one on one. That nigga made Don't Get Caught, which he didn't even fucking play. And, man, bro, so anyway, in my head, I was like, this going to be neck and neck regardless how I go. And, like, for real, for real, it really depends on how you, however they play their scorecard. Like, either person could have won, but at the end of the day, I'm happy for the performance. But, for real, for real, I wanted to hear that old Gucci, like I said before. They got damn no pad, no pencil Gucci. That bling, blow, blur, goddamn burr print too, nigga. Uh, that nigga recorded that whole album from motherfucking prison, nigga live from the Fulton County Jail. That bit was going hard. Got yellow beam, yellow Lamborghini with the bug lamb. All that shit, bro. That shit went too hard. And they recorded a whole album from mother, a whole mixtape from jail. And then them skits was going in, bro. Them skits, even the skit. That's what back in the day when the skits on the album was just as good as the songs, dog. And the mixtape covers, bro, they was lit in the motherfucker because Gucci was in good on every single mixtape cover, dog. Like, I wanted that goddamn Atlanta Zoo Gucci, they got them Shorty Low Speak shit. That bit was hard in the motherfucker, bro. Shout out to my Shorty Low. Shout out, rest in peace to my nigga Shorty Low, bro. I have no doubt that if Shorty Low was alive to this day, that he would be at that live. I don't give a fuck what's going on. How they got the, the protocols and shit for COVID. Shorty Lowe would have been in that bitch. Uh, but anyway, I wanted. The, the, the old Gucci, bro, that writings on the wall, that's on six. He played vet pass by. He played, he ain't play Chicken Talk. He ain't play Money on the Flow off the leash. Like that war. He ain't played war, y'all. When I look, I got a special bomb but we well, all remember how i told y'all not too long ago how whenever you get a memory and you think about this shit and you be like i remember where i was at for that shit that's how i am with the song war bro i got a partner named market crowell we were linking to his crib one day after high school because we was gonna do some shit later on that night with the squad but i had to catch a ride i was riding with him so i had to be at the knee crib i rode the bus over there and goddamn, me and him, shit. We had shit to do, so we were like, "Fuck it, nigga." I got off the bus at that nigga crib. Uh, he had an old ass stereo with an aux in, and he had some old headphones. And I was like, "Nigga, you got some more headphones?" So we spliced them bitches together, man. Made an aux cord, plugged that bitch into the speaker, and then goddamn, next thing you know, we freestyling, nigga. First, before we even started freestyling, we played that motherfucking Gucci Mane war. This AR, I have no license for. We played that bitch, and we was freestyling to that shit after we heard it the first time for, like, an hour straight. A hundred percent. Me and my nigga Marcus Crowell. That was back in them Gucci-ass days. Uh, he played kick a dough. He played swing my Doe. I ain't hear that chickens go for 30, which made me mad, nigga, because DJ, one then would have beat that DJ drama and goddamn OJ the Juice man and Gucci bro. The only thing that could have made that song better, Zaytoven had hey, bro. Look, look. He didn't play chickens go for thirty and that shit hurt me. He didn't play Nip from the movie. He played East Atlanta six man. He played first day out. Uh, that first day out came in heavy bro. I got there I started off my day with a blunt perp. That shit was hard. And shout out to him for playing that trap house three two. I told y'all. That's the cheat code. Get that nigga Ross on the goddamn verse and let that nigga pick the beat. That's the cheat code, y'all. I'm telling you, and that shit worked. Uh, he played all his normal shit, like I said. I just wish he would have played most street shit. Like he played my kitchen first day out. He, bro, and then this nigga ignorant than a motherfucker, bro. This, this, I'm gonna get into it, like, cause Gucci started off. He walked into this whole battle. As a like, shit, hey nigga, shit. I'm finna flex on this nigga one more time before we goddamn finish this beef. Cause I won this motherfucking beef. Fuck that nigga. Gucci came up in that bitch and a $10,000 goddamn outfit flexing like a motherfucker. He had on goddamn a million, a couple million worth of jewelry flexing like hell, showing off his wealth, nigga. And I don't blame him, nigga, if you got it, flex it because you. Like, for real, statistics say that nigga was supposed to be dead right now. That's just how statistics go in the black community. So, Gucci was flexing all that shit, bro. He was just like, Jeezy, nigga. You tried to kill me back in the day, bro. Nigga, I'm flexing harder than you right now. But, Jeezy flexing his own way, bro. He was like, I got real estate and shit. And we were like, all right, cool. Boom, boom, boom. Both y'all, two successful ass niggas. But, for real, Gucci, man, he tried to flex too hard. That nigga would eat it than a motherfucker. He had me laughing the whole down verses, simply because that nigga was like, man, I'm playing these disses, nigga, I'm gonna flex one more time, I promise you, I'm gonna flex one more time on your ass before we end this beef, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen, and he was not bullshitting, Jeezy flexed the whole verses that nigga played all the disses, that nigga played truth bruh, he said $10,000 put it on my neck, I hope you didn't pay them niggas, cause they didn't have no success, he was not bullshitting, Gucci killed that nigga and then told him to go and dig your homeboy up. I bet he can't say shit. Gucci, that that that's that's the the Gucci that should have been played hundred percent through the whole verses. But unfortunately, it won, bro. Jeezy came through with hundred percent heavy hitters, nigga. Soul survival. goddamn everything, third motivation one on one. That nigga played far too, way too gone. That shit was hard. His shit had a hundred percent heavy hitter, goddamn quality. And I'm still 100% on my nigga Gucci's side. But I do say my nigga Gucci, goddamn, he didn't come through on this one, bro. He ain't win. It was just because of the selection and the placement, bro. That's what it was. And this could have went either way from the jump. So, I ain't mad at it, bro. I got to see a good-ass show. Jeezy just coming through. He just came through with that quality, bro. Jeezy got quality and not much quantity. Gucci got quality and quantity, but he can play either or, bro. And he just didn't get his matchup right. He just didn't get the lineup right. Like I said, he like t- my boy Tyler said, man, Tyler should have picked that nigga playlist and got there. But let, not to let y'all get it wrong fucked up. I was lit then a motherfucker doing the whole thing. Like I said, I was glad to just see this nigga. I witnessed history. I was in the whip playing that shit through my 12s and my car and my Crown Vic nigga. Because y'all just know. Trap music don't hit the same unless it's in a goddamn car. It don't hit the same unless it's beating over them 12s in the whip. Like, it just ain't the same, bro. Something about that environment. I was in that bit with some Bombay and some good gas. So, shit, I was in that bit cooling, bro. Uh, but for real, we witnessed some history tonight, dog. Never did I think. And these niggas played. These niggas performed so icy together, on stage, I never thought I'd see this in my life, while I'm, y'all think I'm bullshitting. they performed this on stage, ended a damn near 15, 20 year beef, right then my nigga, we witnessed history, especially they performed that song, that's how the beef, yo, 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 I got another story for y'all man, shit, look, I know I've been slipping on my stories lately. But, you know, quarantine, we can't do shit. So, it is what it is. But I got a story for y'all niggas this week, bro. Like, recently, I got a good-ass job. You know, I just started my, you know, into my career and shit. Man, look at you workers Coworkers, bruh. workers For the most part, I be to myself at work. I be chilling. I got the type of job where don't nobody come fuck with you unless you fuck up. You got your own space, nigga. You got there and get to do what the fuck you want to do in your own space. And I got this coworker, y'all. I feel like this nigga be stalking and following my ass, cause I don't like we ain't gotta sit at the same spot every day. So like I be moving around that bitch just to keep it interesting. But this nigga, I feel like he follow me every fucking day for like the past three, four weeks. This nigga has ended up right next to my ass, and so. Normally, it wouldn't be a problem, bro, because normally, I don't be paying too much attention to what the fuck another nigga got going on, so normally, I don't even be like, this nigga following me, but like, because I don't be paying attention to him, but you got to pay attention to this nigga, bro, you know why? Because this nigga smell bad, this nigga stinks so motherfucking bad, bro, this nigga had me, like, like, hacking up, bro, and I ain't got no weak stomach by far, bro, I'm a country nigga. Slaughter hogs, then killed skinned animals, all kind of bullshit. I ain't got no weak stomach by far, but this nigga right here smell like ass. I done smelt some shit in my life, y'all. I done smelt all kind of shit. Stank niggas, stank animals, dead shit, all kind of shit. But this nigga right here take the motherfucking cake. This nigga smells so goddamn bad. You smell him over walls, nigga. Over fucking walls. This nigga stinks so bad. And that's why I know this nigga be following me every fucking day. I don't even, I don't hear his voice, I don't hear none of the shit he do, I smell him, and the shit be fucking me up every time, bro, and like, the other day was, the the other day was the last motherfucking straw, I was chilling, doing my work, taking these calls, putting these notes, doing all this bullshit for this job, bro, and it was about lunchtime, ain't ate shit, and like, this nigga finally stumbled into work, we don't get to work at the same time but you know when this nigga arrived, because you smell it, you smell this motherfucker, man, and so I'm chilling, right, I smell this nigga, I was like, bro, don't you even sit your funky ass nowhere near me, bro, take your ass to the other side of the building, and lo and behold, this nigga sat next to my motherfucking ass again, I'm just sitting right here like, nigga, I'm not your friend, I'm not, I'm not, I appreciate that you feel like you can just sit to me all the time, I'm pretty about to myself, nigga, I'm just chill like that, but dog, you got to know you smell like straight a whole fifteen to twenty cases to shake that ass right now, bro. You stink. You don't smell good. So the last straw, man. I ain't ate shit. It's about lunchtime. Goddamn, this nigga made me so mad, bro, because he just came in extra stink. It's like extra funky, bro. It's like. This was the, the climax of the smells I've smelled from this nigga. He came to work smelling so bad. And I I took my lunch early, bro. Like, we ain't supposed to leave. We got scheduled, you know, shit, breaks and shit. I was like, fuck this nigga. I'll take I'll t- the penalty today. I don't give a fuck what y'all got going on, bitch. I'm taking an hour lunch. Fuck that. Then do what you want to do. Write me up. I don't give a fuck. I can't smell this shit. For the next goddamn 45 minutes to an hour. Cause this shit is bad. Man, I left work. Went on my break. Smoked a blunt. Hoping the goddamn gas gonna bring me back down. And be like, oh, nigga, don't even pay no attention to that nigga. You don't even smell it. You know, you don't even smell it. You know, you be trying to tag your shit when you high. You tell yourself when you high. But anyway, man. I'm geeked than a motherfucker when I walk back into work. I sit down. And... This nigga smell blew my whole motherfucking high. I couldn't believe this shit, y'all. Like I didn't have my high blown. You know when your high is blown, bro, because you go from feeling uphill to like, yeah, it's bullshit right here, bro. But this nigga whole funk from his body, that stench, that smell, that stank ass. TC, y'all remember TC from the Wayne Brothers, nigga, y'all. Yeah. That stink ass smell nigga Like That nigga ruined my whole month. That nigga has ruined the past two And a half weeks at my job For me bro. Like I ain't been able to enjoy shit I ain't been able to goddamn reap the Just enjoy it I got a good ass job Benefits and all that bullshit bro. Because this nigga stinks so bad So I don't think I'm gonna be the nigga to be like Hey nigga bro. take a bath Cause everybody here groan and I feel like grown-ass people, like, know they need to wash their ass because I refuse to believe that there's no way that you don't smell yourself, bro. I refuse to believe that when you wake up and get out that bed, that you don't be like, oh, I probably need to wash my ass today. <laughs> like, I refuse to believe it. I just refuse to believe that bullshit, man. So, yeah, man. The message of today is wash your motherfucking ass, dog. Wash your ass, take a shower, so you don't get talked about by niggas like me, because I'm not going to, I like, if it get bad enough, bro, I'm going to tell that nigga to his face because I really don't give a fuck at the end of the day, but I'll I really be in my own space and don't give a fuck about other niggas, but when shit start affecting my area, my space, my peace, that's when I'll be like, hey, dog, something got to give, something, gotta change, something got to change, some got to go. And for that nigga, some don't need to go, some need to come. And that come need to be a bar of motherfucking soap, nigga. Soap in a goddamn rag.